Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to She Talks Peace, a podcast that highlights the role of women peacebuilders around the world in bringing lasting peace and security to their communities. Eavesdrop into their conversations and get to know their stories. From the Philippines to Malaysia, from Indonesia to Palestine, from Myanmar to the United States. Their dreams and their hopes for a world without violence and a world where every woman and girl can be whoever she wants to be. Hosted by Amina Rasul Bernardo, President of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, and Dina Zaman, a Malaysian journalist and co-founder of Iman Research. This is She Talks Peace. Hello to our listeners around the world. Welcome to She Talks Peace. This is Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy uh, saying hi from Manila. My co-host, Dina Zaman, unfortunately can't make it today. So I have invited Salma Rasul, the program director of the Islamic Legal Studies Program of the University of the Philippines College of Law. She also happens to be my sister. Hi, Salma. Hello. Assalamualaikum. Good morning and good afternoon, wherever you are, from the UP Law Center. So, you finally went. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. To a salon. And yes, uh, you had a haircut. Yep. After two years, <laughs> I, I, I well, our our family decided to to be on the cautious side to uh, minimize risk to our mother. So my sister and I we rarely go out. I think I can count how many times I've gone yeah. out. Yeah, and, yeah. I get upset. I always get upset with you every time you tell me that I had to go to the bank, and I tell you what. How can you go to the <laughs> bank and bring back all the all the germs? But anyway, I also had my haircut and I went to a salon called Jesse Mendez. It's in Makati. And to those uh, who are not from the Philippines, Makati is a city maybe uh, 10 kilometers away from my house. And to get there, we have to take a highway, a boulevard called Edsa. And we have to travel past the headquarters of the Armed Forces of the Philippines, which is called Camp Aguinaldo, and the headquarters of the Philippine National Police called Camp Crame. Now, these two camps, they face each other, and they're separated only by EDSA Boulevard. And for the non-Filipinos, EDSA may sound familiar because... It is the site of the 1986 People Power Revolution. Now, you're familiar with the event, right, Salma? You were there. Yes, I still remember. On the night of the... When then President Ramos was not president then. He was still chief of staff. When they, he and DND, National Defense Secretary Juan Ponce Enrile, went to his nephew, President Ramos' nephew, Ranjit, was then a student at the UP College of Law. He called us because we were part of the UP Student Council, the College of Law Student Council, to ask for help because the camp where Secretary Enrile and General Ramos was holding out, was then surrounded. And he was asking for support from the people. So I, with the then council president, Gal Pronove, and other members of the student council, 
Was it, wasn't, wasn't Marvik with you? Yes, Marvik then, orga <laughs> then organized the Paralegal Volunteers Corps. This is a core group of uh, law students who rendered legal aid every time there's a rally or a demonstration. So we trooped to Camp Krame. This was uh, at night. And then uh, we were also helped by June Keith. Remember, there was yes, Radio yes, Bandido. Yes, yes, yes. She did yes. a blow-by-blow -blow account right. calling. Yeah. And then Cardinal Sin also called people That's to, right. to rally. rally. Yeah. Also, Boots Aquino. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to rally at a commercial center in Cubao and troop to Krame. So all people from all walks of life went along EDSA. It started in Krame actually, but because of the huge amount, uh, the volume of people that massed up, the whole of EDSA was uh, filled up with uh, volunteers. You know, if you remember the, the, the spark plug was the snap elections, remember? Yeah, uh, I, rem I, I remember that. I remember the news showing hundreds of thousands of Filipinos peacefully gathered and praying with, yes. with nuns giving flowers to the soldiers in the tanks. And I think, mm -hmm. I think one of our guests was there so that the military and the police would support and protect the people against orders to shoot them and recognize uh, the late Corazon Aquino as the rightful president. I think the role of the religious leaders who came together to pray with the, the people is really crucial, like, like the late Cardinal Sin. Anyway, the reason why I was remembering this, Salma, was because you know, on EDSA, after the two camps, you have that big the shrine near the mall, near Robinson's, and it has the, the huge monument to the Virgin Mary. Well, when I passed by there on my way to have my haircut, I started remembering about EDSA and I was wondering why they would put up a shrine to the Virgin Mary and connect her with the People Power Revolution. So I did my little research. And as it turns out, there were actually people who said when, I don't know if you or Marvik or, or Gao ever saw it, but some said they saw a vision of a lady in blue. and. Some of those who said this were soldiers, and uh, which is why they dropped their weapons, went to General Ramos, and joined the 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 oppositionists, joined the the rebels, the, you know, these new revolutionaries. So Cardinal Sin, it says, came up with the idea because it seems that the Virgin Mary had such a major role to play that uh, he thought they should, they should have a shrine and they should have to the Virgin Mary, the Lady of Peace. Because what was really so fascinating about, about the People Power Revolution, you had hundreds of thousands of people surrounded by men who were fully armed and not a single person was hurt. Not mm -hmm. a single shot was fired. No soldier killed, no rebel killed. And I mm -hmm. thought, oh my goodness, that is really the, the most amazing revolution that I've, 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 ever, I've ever heard. So, what, so don't you think it's, it's amazing, Salma? The Virgin Mary was supposed to be, well, you know, I mean, modern girls now, when they think about the Virgin Mary, she's this very nice lady, the mother of Jesus Christ, and, you know, symbol of purity. But to have people come out and say that she had this impact on her on a people power revolution, what do you think about that, Salma? Well, 
because I was there, right? When when we troop and rallied the people on the streets of Edsa and the streets at the back of Krame, actually we we our confidence and our strength were bolstered by the religious because they were they were there, the nuns with maybe that's why Cardinal Sin had that perspective because we saw nuns carrying the small images of the Virgin Mary. The Virgin and, Mary, yes. Yes. And you know how how we were arranged? Because the, then President Marcos already had the army go to Krame, right? Uh, the first line of defense, as it were, were the labor unions. So you had KMU and the other labor organizations. The second line were the nuns. And the students, we were asked, oh, you, you'll be on the third line because you're still young, you're, you still have your lives. Because that was our mindset already. If We might lose our lives, so we were ready to face the, the tanks. Mm -hmm. and, then the, and the nuns would always pray to the Virgin Mary. And yep. I think that, that touched the minds the of the soldiers. Yeah. yeah. And what's really, um, you know, what, what has amazed me all this time, the fact that we Muslims regard Mary very, very highly because not only is she the mother of Jesus, but she is an exemplar for mm -hmm. women. And now this is the funny thing. Our Christian, our Catholic uh, brothers and sisters don't realize that the Holy Quran actually has a chapter named mm -hmm. after her. It's named Mariam. And by the way, her real name is Mariam. Mary is the Englishized form of Maria, which is another version of her original name from that region, which was Mariam or, or Miriam. But you know, Salma, we're very lucky today because we have two scholars who can yes. tell us more about her, whether mm -hmm. you call her Mary or, or Maria. So first, let me introduce Dr. Professor Mila Awang of Malaysia. Dr. Awang is an associate professor at the Department of Usul al-Din and Comparative Religion, the Kulia of Islamic Revealed Knowledge and Human Science of the International Islamic University of Malaysia. She obtained her PhD in Islamic Revealed Knowledge and, and uh, Heritage and a Diploma of Human Science also from the IIUM. She was the head of the Department of Usul al-Din and Comparative Religion of the Kulia of Islamic Revealed Knowledge and Human Science. Currently, she's Assistant Secretary to the Interactive Muslima Organization of Kuala Lumpur and a committee member of the Society of Philosophical Education and Thought of Malaysia. She has been very actively involved and student co-curricular activities. And she also lectures in several programs in the Singapore. Now, podcasting is not uh, new to her because she's been involved in several media programs with TV9, Bernama TV, and uh, she's written and presented papers in various conferences in Malaysia and abroad. And Salma, why don't you introduce your idol, Sister Mary Jan? <laughs> yes, <laughs> joining us this uh, today is a woman much loved and admired by the academe and by NGO networks. Sister Mary Jan Mananzan is a missionary Benedictine sister. She obtained her degree a doctorate degree in philosophy, major in linguistic philosophy at the Pontifical Gregorian University in Rome, Italy. Graduating summa cum laude, Amina. Whoa. And a, and a degree in missiology at the Wilhelms Universität in Munster, Germany, 
magna cum laude. Don't yeah. mention the laude laudes anymore. I'm going to mention. <laughs> Her involvement includes uh, charting new paths in the academe and being with the masses, essentially, especially women. And as a feminist activist, she has given birth to a lot of women-centered and women-focused programs. Among them are the Institute of Women's Studies, Women Ecology and Wholeness Farm, and the Women Crisis Center. She was the national chairperson of Gabriela Women's Political Party and Movement in the Philippines. And she has served two terms as the president of St. Scholastica's College. She has finished her second term as the prioress of the Missionary Benedictine Sisters of the Manila Priory. And she was a member of the Administrative Council of the Communio Internationalis Benedictario. Well, Amina, aside from this, she has authored several books, articles, including Women, Religion, and Spirituality in Asia, where she did comparative studies mm. of religion in Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. And the spiritual, and this, this publication, I think, would be very interesting for us. The Spiritual Journey of a Feminist Activist. Ah. Uh, she for her work, both in the academe and in uh, the community, she has been she has received accolades and received many awards. She was cited by the Women's Center, uh, Women Deliver, as one of the 100 inspiring persons in the world on the occasion of the 100 years of celebration of the International Women's Day. And currently, she is the external affairs uh, head of the St. Scholastica's College, the executive director of the Institute of Women's Studies, and the superior of the Manila community of St. Scholastica's College. So, Amina, let's all welcome the much-loved and admired Sister Mary John Mananasan. Yeah, so welcome to She Talks Peace, Sister Mary John and Professor, and Professor. Amila. Thank Why you. don't you say Thank hello you to all of those listening to us from the Philippines, Malaysia, and elsewhere in the world. Hello. Sister Thank you, Sister Amina, for inviting us to this uh, very important program, I believe. And uh, we are now talking about women, and I believe this is one of the most favorite topics at least to both of us, I am and <laughs> Sister Mary John, and also I would like to congratulate actually for this program, and I be I will be I very delighted to be paired with uh, Sister Mary John. Uh -huh. He she is very experienced and active. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Amila. Sister Mary John, say hi. Yeah. Okay. Hello, Amina and Salma and all the yes. listeners. I'm so happy to meet you, Amila. I wish that I could have met you when I was in Patalinjaya. <laughs> in the future. In the oh future. Oh my goodness, that was a long time ago. My goodness, 2000 something. <laughs> oh, okay. In the very so, near future, Sister Mary Jan, we'll I be going so. to Kuala Lumpur and Patalinjaya and we will eat sati. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I like that. No, the one that is, uh, how do you call that? That fermented something, fermented uh, cassava. Oh, I like, I love that. What do you call that? What do you call that? But that fermented cassava is so tasty. We'll we'll find out when we get there, Sister Mary John. Yeah. But, but but anyway, the other reason we really wanted Sister Mary John to join us, uh, Professor Amila, is the fact that she gives a really fascinating lecture about about the real core of uh, the Virgin Mary. And I thought it would be interesting to ask the two of you, how does the faith view Mary or Mariam? And I thought maybe you can start with Professor Amila. How do Muslims view Mariam? Okay, thank you, Sister Amina. Actually, the reason why I am here 
despite actually these weeks I have several of talks to the de- to the de- to be delivered, yeah, which has been, you know, in plan in the planning quite a long time, including tomorrow I'm going to have a keynote speaker in international conference in Indonesia actually, but nowadays we 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 don't mm. have to fly. We can <laughs> just zoom. Yeah. yeah, because of this very interesting topic actually. Uh, Mariam has been a figure in the Quran. You know, I, I begin with something that is can be felt by us uh, as an ordinary woman, of course, including men, because while we read the Quran, you know, the way the Quran describes uh, Mariam has been very, very interesting and it is very close to my heart, actually. Mm. So we know that from the perspective, Islam perspective, that Mariam is was the, the mother of Isa. In, in Islam, we name Jesus to be Isa, alayhi salam. And we also believe that he, she was uh, yeah, the virgin mother. Actually, it is about the same that Christianity believes in, in her. And in Islam, then, it is one pillar of the uh, faith, at, at least, that is to believe in all the prophets, including Isa. And in fact, um, Isa is considered to be one of the most important prophets. So that is coming, okay? The, the trace on how Maryam comes to, to the heart of a Muslim and especially a Muslim woman because later on we will share more. So when it comes to a higher, quite, you know, more in-depth study than we can find, already mentioned by Sister Amina that Maryam has been a, a name mentioned in the Quran. Not only that, but it is also a surah, okay, a mm, chapter, a surah yeah. with the name of Maryam. Not only that, because pertaining to the naming, actually, the scholars are discussing, it is not a matter of, you know, because there are many other figures, either women or even men, in which the Quran does not mention it specifically. Mm-hmm. But this does not happen in Maryam's case, mm. in which Maryam is mentioned mm. by the name for several times. Yes. Uh, ya Maryamu, and then also uh, mentioned like uh, the mother of Isa, the daughter of Imran. So mm. this has been a discussion by the mm. scholars to show how mm. Maryam basically is a very important figure. In the even in the Islamic tradition, even though she was not related to our, you know, the main prophet that is Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, right? And uh, yeah, and how she has a story of her own in the Quran. Yes, yes. Uh, and she is part of the dialogue that forms an important element of the Quranic uh, storytelling. Mm. Of course, the story comes with the lessons uh, and etc. So. At least this is what we have in among the Muslims that no one can doubt about it. So it is something related even mm. to the faith of a Muslim. So yeah. this, maybe as a beginning, this is what I can yeah. Uh, yeah. respond to. The, yeah. yeah, you know, Sister Amila, every time I mention that to my mm-hmm. Catholic friends, they mm-hmm. cannot believe it. Oh. We would actually have a chapter named after Mary, and there's there's no such thing in in the Holy Bible. Yeah. So let me turn to Sister Mary Jan, Mary Jan, who has a very unique take on uh, the Virgin Mary and the role that she can play. So how how does the Catholic faith view the Virgin Mary, Sister Mary uh, before Jan? Before before I go to that, I, I'd like to 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 mention a very interesting experience of mine. Mm-hmm. In 1995 in Beijing, in Wairo, mm-hmm. when we had we had the, the Beijing uh, conference. Yes, you know, we, we were in Wairo, mm. and you know, the Muslim women, mm. the Muslim uh-huh. women were the ones who came to us, Catholic women, and uh-huh. suggested that we make a procession of Maryam. Uh-huh. Said, yes, yeah, <laughs> they were the ones who came to us and said, mm. why don't we have a procession? Of Maryam, and we did it. The mm. Muslim women of Wairo and uh, and the Catholic mm. women, we went on a procession with Maryam. But it was the Muslim women who came to us and suggested it. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Well, I, it is not anymore uh, strange to me because we had that five years ago. I think uh, in 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 UP, and yes. that's where that's when the first time I heard that there is a whole chapter. Well. 
in in the Bible, there is not one chapter. There are a lot mm-hmm. of. In fact, my my meditation at that time in the UP, I I went through all the all the scenes of of Mary. I mean to say all the all the what do you call this um the stages of life of Mary, mm-hmm. and I I tried to to make it uh to to reflect and meditate on it. From our point of view, because I have to tell you, no, that because that because precisely because we are really venerating Mary, we are not adoring Mary. First of mm-hmm. all, we are not adoring Mary because mm-hmm. some people think that we are adoring Mary. We are not adoring Mary. We are venerating Mary, which is different. Mm-hmm. And she is the mother of God. And for me, it's very good because you know I'm sorry, but the Catholic Church is a very patriarchal religion. I must say that. Uh, you know, I can say that I can uh, I can criticize my own religion. You know, <laughs> you know I do, and, I, and it has a, there are many things that to be criticized, especially because it's so men centered. Yes, yes. I'm I'm so happy that there is Mary there because then she puts the the woman right in the middle of of all the rituals right. and everything. That's right, and it somehow balances this whole hierarchical male hierarchy of the Catholic Church. Yes. Know? You know, I am very open about that because when they tell me, "Oh, you are always criticizing the the Catholic Church. Why don't you go out?" I said, "No, because that's my mother. That's my mother. I come from her womb." But it doesn't mean that I always like my mother. No, I say I love my mother, my physical mother, but I don't always like her. I I, I see sometimes she has bulutong, no, she has uh, words. So don't tell me because I love her. I will show the word, isn't it? If I don't yes. love her, I I just let it be there. No. Uh, well, anyway, for me, the Blessed Virgin Mary makes up for all the words of the Catholic Church. <laughs> anyway, what do you, th- what do you yeah. think about that, Salma? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. And and you know, there's also a lot of many things that has happened. Uh, uh, there are so many novenas about the Blessed Virgin Mary. There are so many statues about the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's right. And that's why there is this what, rumor that she is like an Id- idolized because of this. It came from Spain, actually. Uh-huh. All these statues of the Blessed Virgin I said, you know, if the Blessed Virgin Mary is alive now, she will not wear all those dresses. You know, no, all this with jewelry. You know, yes. can you imagine the Blessed Virgin Mary? It's just a simple girl in that yes. yes. uh, I mean, wearing all this crown and all these jewels. Uh-huh. And I don't think she will be comfortable with uh-huh. how we are, we are dressing her now, no? So I, I always say, I always want to go back to the Mary of the Bible because that is the authentic Mary, not the not the object or subject of, of veneration or adoration or whatever. That is that is really growing. Uh, that has grown in the whole centuries of Catholicism in the Philippines. No, you have Antipolo, you have Manawag, you have. Now these are very good. Uh, what they call this? Uh, I admire the faith of the people, but I, I have to say that. It is distorting. I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> distorting, distorting the actual Blessed Virgin Mary of the Bible. Yes, because yes. The Blessed Virgin Mary of the Bible is a simple, humble girl. Yeah. Now, one, the Annunciation. No, for me that is so relevant now because, you know, of course, Fra Angelico makes it such a wonderful uh, painting that we don't realize. My God, if you in the uh, thirteen or fourteen years old. Uh, you will become an unwed mother. That's what? right. Oh, my God, can you imagine? Uh-huh. She would have been stoned to death. Yes. yes. By, by Muslims also, right, yeah. Professor Amina? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but can you imagine when she is told that you're going to be the mother of God and she says, but I don't know any man. And they say, my goodness. And she will say, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Wow, for me, that is the greatest courage I ever yes. I have ever experienced. That I am going to undergo this shameful, this right. uh, you know, that I'm going to be in danger of death because they will stone me. And yet it's just behold the handmaid of the Lord. My goodness, for me, that is courage uh, mm. that cannot be equal from a 14 or 15-year-old girl. That's no? right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, okay. And then uh, when you come to, to the Cana, the Cana where she for me, there is such a nice uh, picture of me, of the relationship between Jesus and Mary, you know, because there is not much uh, written, but they are joking each other, actually, you know. It's like 
when Mary said to the to the people uh, who are uh, doing the water into wine, and 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 Jesus said to him, "What does that have to do with you?" It's like in Tagalog, say, "Inay, nakialam ka na naman." You know, I mean to say they they uh, needed wine the this uh, wedding, and Mary was so sure that Jesus will do it. So she told them, "Okay, fill it with water and like that." And then she comes to her son and says, they have no more wine. Oh, anong pakialam natin dyan, nanay? Mm-hmm. What do we ka- care about that? Yeah, yeah. Kasi, because you know, Mary in, in this, uh, as a, because she's already, of course, matron here. She's already a grown-up son, no? no no longer the 14-year-old. no. But now, this grown-up is just like any mother no, who believes in her son, that her son can do anything. And not only that, and that her son will do it for her. You know, she's mm-hmm. so sure. That's why she told them, uh, you do this, you do that. She can tell her son, Jesus Christ, what yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. She will <laughs> tell her, do it. And she will, he will do it because he loves her. No. So there are these things. Now, another one that, that uh, makes me really, really admire Mary is this, this phrase in the Bible. And she kept all these things in her heart. You know, mm. there are so many things she could not understand. I mean, how can you understand that you are the mother of God? My goodness. <laughs> Unbelievable, no? No. And then and then when he, he she was they presented Jesus in the temple and what did the uh, what did the high priest say? And in your own soul a soul shall pierce and this is going to be the sign of the rise and fall of many. How do you understand that? No. Mm-hmm. But at always at the end when it is a mystery to her, cannot understand. And the, the, the Bible phrase would, would go, and she kept all these things in her heart. For me, that is such an example of all of us in mm. our spirituality, that yeah. we have to really, what we do not understand in our lives, no? what we cannot really fathom, it's almost impossible, that what do we do with it? We keep it in our hearts and ponder them prayerfully yeah. in our hearts. Yeah. And of course, at the end, uh, well, I'm going to the end now uh, because we have no time. Uh, in the cross, I mean, everybody left except John the, ba- John the Evangelist. By the way, he is my patron saint. No? So I love him. Uh, John, the, John the Beloved. No? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My goodness, you know, that is that movie which I don't like so much because it's so it's so violent where Jesus was shown, you know. But there is one scene there that I like so much because when uh, when he, she went to the cross and kissed his feet, there was blood on her face, on the face of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it, she did not get a handkerchief and wiped it off. No. Mm-hmm. She wanted to share in the shame, mm-hmm. in the shame of the that because it is a shameful death. I mean, to die on the cross is a shameful That's right. criminal. Death, like, criminal. criminal. But this mother, I mean, everybody else left because they are so afraid for themselves, but she did not with John. And not only that, she also bore the shame. That's why she did not wipe it out with the with the handkerchief. So for me, Mary, you know, sometimes is being uh, frozen into that behold the handmaid of the Lord. It's, it's always meek and mild. No, she's not always meek and mild, my goodness. When she said the Magnificat, God shall put down the mighty from their seat and exhort the humble. God will, will uh, put down all the mighty from their seat. You know, 
Oh my God, that's a revolutionary song. Exactly. You know? so that's she, a revolutionary Mary, song. Mary, you know? Mary, Mary the, the rebel. I mean, it, yeah. this, is, this, is really, this is really such a fascinating perspective of Mary. And I was just yes. wondering, Sister Amila, is, do we see her? I mean, in, in our faith, is, is Mary also viewed similarly? A strong okay, woman, you. not just the not just the mother of yes. uh, Nabi Isa, but yeah. a strong woman in her own right. Yeah. Do we see her that way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you. Very interesting question. Uh, and before I come to that answer, I would like to respond uh, what was mentioned by yes. you know Sister Mary. Sister. And you know, first uh, I want to correct that in in Islam in the Quran, it is not about the whole chapter, mm. but the name the chapter is named. Mm. Verses on Maryam are also scattered in yeah. Surah Ali Imran, in Surah right, Maryam, and of course related with the when the verses mentioned about Isa, okay, yes, Jesus, yes. and uh, it is it's of course sometimes it is touching also, you know, yeah. about uh, Maryam. One mm-hmm. thing, and uh, second is actually I I'm happy because you are quite frank, and I agree with you, you know, in the religious <laughs> institutions where you know <laughs> pertaining to the religious you know yes. man yes. the yes. patriarchal yes. you know science of a kind of upper and higher than the woman uh-huh. so which is true then here that is why when i read this story of mary it really touches the heart of women mm-hmm. because it goes straight to the emotion of the right. person right. and you can just imagine about the challenges faced yeah. by maria and yes. it is described in the Quran, in the words of God. And then even the, the quotation, I mean, you know, dialogue. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what is in the heart of Maryam is recorded there mm-hmm. in the Quran. So that is something very interesting in which, yeah, when it comes to religion, it is not always looking man to be, mm-hmm. you know, and later on we will talk more about yeah, maybe, you know, something about peace and etc. Okay, pertaining to the Maryam, the, the character uh, of Maryam as portrayed uh, mm. by the Quran, I actually share the same thing with Sister Mary, but only on the point where, uh, because in Islam, we don't consider Isa to be like God, okay? Mm. He was mm-hmm. just a prophet, okay, a prophet. So we don't have that problem, you know, mm-hmm. but still... Yeah, it is a relationship between a mother and a son. And of course, yes. it is good where it's actually, even from the womb, from the you know, womb of the mother, actually mm-hmm. protected, a kind of defended the mother. Mm-hmm. While Mariam was asked by people, you know, what happened to you? They even, can you imagine, in the words of uh, Quran, where the people were kind of claiming even relating Maryam to the good name of the father and mother. I think this is a very, you know, uh, very strong way of mm-hmm. when a person wants to humiliate another mm-hmm. and then relating to the father and mother. So oh, you can just imagine wow. the feeling of Maryam at that time. And then uh, he, she just showed and then, uh, and then it is Isa who answered from the, that is uh, what happened. And then pertaining to the character uh, of Mariam, then other than spiritual figure, I think this is also shared and agreed by uh, Christian, uh, either it's Catholic. So we know that Mariam was such a spiritual figure who dedicated the life to the to God. At the same time, from the narration that I can see from the Quranic verses, it is very clear that Mariam was a very bright mind. Yes. Yes. And she also was very good in self-control. And, you know, because when she was asked about and when even the the angel who came to him, to her and about telling her what, you know, in which uh, God will, Allah will give him impregnant uh, her and then uh, having son. And then he said, she straight away said that, how can? Okay, in which mm-hmm. so this is a very bright in mind right. woman, and then who can think clearly of what is happening, mm-hmm. and then pertaining to other than being, uh, you know, and then I believe Mariam also was is actually a symbol of you know how a woman needs to control the emotion, and as well as resilience, if we mm-hmm. were to mention a very strong character, so. 
which is very, very interesting to, to be, you know, to be talked about, to be discussed. And that's why we do not uh, feel, you know, strange when some people either coming from Muslims or from Christians where they are very obsessed <laughs> with this figure mm-hmm. of Maria. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I would say, and especially when Sister Mary also mentioned what happened among the Muslims, because that is uh, how it is narrated in the Quran about the figure of Maryam, which is uh, an example, exemplary wow. woman, even uh, to these days, I would say. So, yeah. Amina, I'm, I'm yeah. so glad that Professor Amila mentioned this because it's generally accepted that Mary or Maryam is revered as the mother of Nabi Isa or Jesus, right? And is set up as a model of a woman known for purity and compassion and goodness. So in today's world uh, where gender, remember the Me Too movement, has become an issue, do you think Mary or Maryam can be used as a model for the modern Christian or the modern Muslim woman? Definitely, definitely, because even in the story of uh, Maryam, when actually the mother, and uh, even though the mother was, is not mentioned in the Quran about the name, but the scholars say it is Hannah, and mm-hmm. maybe Anna or something. I don't. I'm not so sure uh, in Christianity. So actually, the the mother expected a son, mm-hmm. and that's why he made a vow in a vow where. She wanted to dedicate the son, you know, for the sake of God. You need, mm-hmm. So that, uh, the person, the son is to spend the whole life, I mean, maybe up to puberty. And then we mm-hmm. know that, isn't it? But suddenly it came about a woman, you mm-hmm. know, a, a daughter, mm-hmm. a baby girl. Then in the Quran mentioning that a man is not, a woman is not, it's not like a man. Mention that. Yeah, then we need to accept, we need to admit that either we like it or not, the you know, different gen- different gender, different sex is is a need. It's a need. Mm. Then, but still, how can the mother still continue with what she already promised? Mm-hmm. Because at that time, normally when it was son and mm-hmm. only, you know, uh, this vow can be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But still. When Mariam uh, was a daughter, so she still continued. So this is one thing that we have to look into that where actually whenever it is about the role of men, you know, it doesn't mean that we can, you know, straight away say that women cannot. So this is uh, symbolizes about some sort to do. If it is not equality, maybe it is about a kind of, you know, fair distribution or something. Equity. Not necessarily, yeah, equity, yeah. It's not necessarily that we do, we compete, want to do the same thing. But uh, to to say that women cannot do, then, but I I am, in my words, normally what, what I tell my students normally is that, this is a kind of distribution of tasks and in which women also know also where is the priority yeah. and the choice is still hers. Mm-hmm. So maybe in this science, uh, then, yeah, we will look it into a very, you know, diplomacy mm-hmm. way and then uh, and only we can have a harmonious uh, society and, yeah, that thing that mm-hmm. I can say uh, at this mm-hmm. moment. They promised a boy to God. They okay. got a girl. And the girl, the girl fulfilled the promise. So the role can be played by by a, a girl as well as a boy, right, Sister Mary John? Yeah, so can, well, can, not, can the Virgin Mary can, can the Virgin Mary be I mean, uh, a role model for today's oh. young woman? Oh, definitely. No, already in the beginning, as I said, no. If only this. For example, my, my students in college, no, if they only realize the courage of, of the Blessed Virgin Mary, as I said, yeah. to accept yeah. that she's going to be in the face of the world an unwed mother, no, mm-hmm. or maybe a raped woman. Mm. Maybe if they, they realize that, then they would, you know, they would have the courage to accept their own reality, no? Suppose they were raped or suppose they were you know, abuse or something like that. If they know that the Blessed Virgin Mary, even without being abused, without being raped, could be interpreted by society as such, and yet she took it, she said, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Maybe they could make, they could get courage from her to face Mm. their own reality, no? And again, you know, 
As I said, sometimes she's frozen to be dismayed and mild. She's not mild. Exactly. Meek and mild. Uh-huh. She's, a strong, mild. Yeah, she's <laughs> a strong woman. No, she's a strong woman. As you can see, all the in the, you know, the, she did not always understand. For example, when Jesus was lost in the temple, actually she's called the dim. And she said, <laughs> she said, "My my son, don't you know that we, you know, three days we are looking for you, etc." Because all this time, from 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 age one to twelve, Jesus did not show anything of anything being special. Uh. And all of a sudden, when when they found him. And then he said, but don't you know that I have to be about my father's business? Mm. Then she realized, no, my child is special. She mm. forgot already, although mm. in the beginning, she knew very well that her yes. child is special. But for 12 years, he was not, he was not doing anything special. Yeah. No? Uh-huh. Just like any boy, just like mm. any, any baby. And now all of a sudden, at 12 years old, now... He tells her that I have to do my father's business. That was a shock to her. Oh my God, I realized now that my son is special. And that he's going to undergo suffering and, and persecution uh-huh. and all that. Can you imagine that for a mother? And you know, for me, the, the natural the relationship between Jesus and Mary went up a little higher because there is a, there is a passage in the Bible where looking for him no and she was preaching and then they said oh your mother is there mm-hmm. and then what did he say who is my mother who is my sister who is my what the one who believes in god is my mother my brother my sister wow for me maybe she got hurt no no because because it now went to another level another it's no level. longer just a natural son and mother but mm-hmm. now as a believer as as mm. one who who has given her life to God and now accepting her son as somebody uh-huh. who's at least in our tradition going to save the world mm. they went to another stage of of relationship no longer just the blood mother and right father. right right and then as as i as i told you all throughout her life you know that she really what they call the shared in the can you imagine how she felt when she saw that Jesus was being scourged mm. you know crowned with thorns mm. <laughs> carrying the cross if you are a mother how do you feel about that no mm. so she is a strong woman any any mother now who who had her even now who are red tagged <laughs> like me <I'm> red. <laughs> are you red tagged <laughs> i'm being red tagged all the time by 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 uh, badui lorraine badui and by parlade uh, you know i mean but, but i am a sister so i am not in danger of that i don't think so no because they cannot get inside my convent no <laughs> but 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 you know the story i mean those people yes. who are being red tagged now red-tagged. are being yes. killed sara No, mm-hmm. Sarah, who is a who is a social worker in in Bacolod, who is working with us. Many red tag uh, lay people mm-hmm. are being killed. If you are their mother, how do you feel? So yes. for me, if I am a mother and I saw my children being tortured, mm-hmm. being arrested, mm-hmm. now I will get strength from Mary. Yes, I will. Yes. I will yes. get strength. Yes. She yes. she did not she did not faint. Yes. <laughs> she did not faint on the cross. She stood That's by right. the stood stood by the That's cross. That's right. Yeah. So if And, I were a mother, yeah. I would mm-hmm. get all my strength because they're happening to my child. Yeah. I will get it from Mary. Yeah. So Mary can be the model of every woman, whatever yeah. stage the of life. Agree. Agree. Yeah. From a teenager to a matron to a Lola. Hmm. Can can I I add uh, one one more point pertaining sure. to the uh, yes, Maryam to be yeah to the model of uh, the modern woman the modern woman yes why I mentioned about the emotional aspect she is she was very strong mm-hmm. handling the crisis of the emotion emotion yes. uh-huh. because in the Quran because we can just imagine that she. It it was a very big task, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, not many. Of course, I do not know other women can take it of this kind of not me task because yeah, the society will not understand. You know, <laughs> yes. this is miracle. So in the Quran, it recorded huh, in the verse Surah Maryam, verse twenty three, 
this is actually when and when the pains of ch- childbirth drove her to cling to the trunk of a palm tree she ex- exclaimed i wish i had been dead and forgotten long before all this wow. so it means that being wow. a woman mariam was like a normal woman yes. he also yeah. felt sad and felt yes. you know why me you know mm-hmm. like my daughter whenever we ask i ask her to do something at the kitchen why me why me, <laughs> why me? <laughs> and when we are tested of course we will ask why me you see yeah. it and yes many people will ask this so and this is a very unique and of course extra extraordinary no another case mm. similar like mariam and she also felt it she mm. was you know of course we do not know what is the mixed feeling that mm. she had but still she could, could go through and then strong so this shows that she is a very strong woman because i know that our you know women nowadays we are very active we have many mm-hmm. things to do in life yeah, <laughs> you know we have yeah. we need to multitask so multitasking mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah we need yeah. to be multitasking properly. yeah we cannot Just deny like of our emotion our feeling but at the same time we need to be strong yeah. to go through all these yeah. challenges and etc yeah. yeah. sister amila um, before we, before we move on. knowing what we we know of how mariam how mary are viewed she's viewed by by our faith do you think because there are so many armed conflicts in the world like in the mm-hmm. philippines where you have christians and catholics against the muslims do you think the virgin mary or mariam can be the bridge that connects christianity and uh, and islam let's start with you sister mila then i'm going to ask sister mary jan okay. also yeah in my opinion definitely because uh, i believe many people are confused uh, when they talk about religion they think every time it is about dogmatic yeah, and mm. then you know always have problems with one another but i think yeah we need to know that religions is the platform for peace and then mariam can be used and i think we already shared the experience by sister mary uh, just now mm-hmm. eh, what happened and basically because for the muslims yeah mariam uh, of course is a very important figure for a woman and as well as for men because uh, she was related to isa alaihi salam and because in islam then it is the root of the same prophets and mm-hmm. it is very much you know looked high you know in 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 the islamic tradition and i believe this can be a very good platform right, where we can have the same platform that we can uh, think together and for us to yeah live peacefully pertaining to equality of men and women i think we already touched a little bit just mm-hmm. now where actually in religion there is no such thing of i'm superior than you supposed yes. to work together yes uh, so this is already one uh, point that very important nowadays because i can see that sometimes women are also quite confused you know what mm. how the religion look uh, uh, at them and etc right. so this is a very point, important point of peace it's not only right. about different religions but also between genders isn't it That's between right. two groups uh, yes. groups of people so this is one thing and then also about across religions then i believe this is a very good uh, yeah point to sh- to be shared What do you think, Sister Mary Jan? We'll have the Virgin Mary or Mariam as our bridge. Yeah, it has happened already. I told you in Huayro, it is the mm-hmm. Blessed Virgin Mary who brought us together, oh, Muslim women and we, we went on a procession together, no? And really, as I told you, from the initiative of the Muslim women, which is, which is wonderful, no? But that is already a, a sign that, that the Blessed Virgin Mary is a bridge between we christian women and you muslim women and then when we had that that, that dialogue also in in up yes i did not feel as if i were in a strange place you know when i was there in your office where you have this islamic office in are you there now i felt so much at home with you no and what and we were talking about with the professor i i, yes. I forgot her name Macrina. yeah 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 we were talking like sisters you know exchanging this so 
can it happen it has already happened <laughs> and it will always be happening no you know i have experienced it in my own life with you and with the people on why why not with everybody no That's and right. that is where uh, and and also as as uh, you know that the anti uh, the uh, our lady we have a statue called our lady of peace mm. so we have we have really a a what they call a statue of mary that is really a, a, like like a statue that personifies peace no? yes uh-huh. because really she is not somebody who has tumult in herself no she's mm. she has serenity you know you cannot be a peacemaker if you do, are not as peace, at peace with yourself no uh-huh. how can you how can you peacemaker if you are always having uh, trouble with yourself because you are not at home with yourself you are not at peace with yourself yes. but the blessed virgin mary is so sure of herself she has inner security and mm-hmm. inner freedom and therefore she is a woman of peace because she is at peace with herself with herself and she is as at peace with the people around her you know you do not find any story about her quarreling with people you know <laughs> <laughs> you know and therefore that's already another it shows that she can be a peacemaker because she is at peace with herself she is, is at peace with her community she is at peace with god most yes. of all with god you yes. know true, so true. she is really yeah, the, the ideal uh, person yeah. Uh, the ideal model for peace yeah. and that is where I, i would like to bring in the 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 what they call the virtue of compassion and that is what uh-huh. she is she is a compassionate person no and you cannot have peace if you have no compassion because uh, you will be always quarreling but if you have compassion how can you quarrel with people you mm-hmm. know so sister yeah. mary john yeah uh, The Virgin Mary or Siti Mariam can easily be used as a role model for peace builders all over of the world. Of course, sure. I yep. am and certain of that. Yeah, the bridge and and a role model to peace. You know what? Yeah. I I got an. A message. Time is is running up, but this is such a fascinating <laughs> conversation. Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, I'm, for our listeners, um, about seventy percent of those who listen to us are women, especially oh, young yeah. women. Oh, so, yeah. for for all of those listening to us, imagine uh, Virgin Mary, imagine Mariam as not just this pure woman who's uh, very nice and always and praying, mild. she's meek and mild, but she's this incredibly strong woman yes. who as a teenager stood up to her community and believed in herself, in her principles, in her faith in God. She's this woman who would scold Jesus if he did something naughty. And she's <laughs> this woman who... can analyze things and i guess that explains her her, her uh, positioning that that she's secure in herself because she's a very smart woman and um, i was just uh, wondering to our listeners these uh, young women and also these young men who are listening today to us on um, on she talks peace and let me start with sister amila what would be your message to these young men and women who are listening to us today about the Virgin Mary as a possible role model for them, Sister Amila. Yes, thank you. So basically, first of all, I would like to give my kind of advice in which um, it is good actually to choose this kind of figures because I know that nowadays we have information on only on the fingertips where they can even go for many other figures, but yeah, better mm. to look for this kind of figures they really you know have uh, many important character that need to be emulated by our young uh, females ladies uh, girls and etc so really this is what uh, i already mentioned that uh, she had a very strong emotion and then self control and then very analytical mind i would say Mm. Uh, so which is actually very very important nowadays we have yes. to know the consequence of doing things right. we cannot just uh, do by following our feeling like that and also very yeah a good mother of course uh, with Isa and and his salam strong woman so that will be very very important character to be emulated by 
our young people nowadays. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Mila. What about you, Sister Mary Jan? What's your message to the young people who are listening to us today about well, Mary? Actually, actually, we Catholic girls and women, really right from the start, we are already we're already drawn to because well we are catholics that's why you know that's why uh, right from the start when we are graders and all that we are already introduced to the rosary and and to the blessed uh, the uh, the hail mary and all that so there's already this closeness but i would like to emphasize because before what is emphasized is just follow the example of mary who is pure Yeah, okay. full of grace. Uh, that's all right. It's pure. But that not only that, no, I mean to say she's, she's pure, the purest of, of all women. But we must go beyond that, no? Like, for example, as I said, this example of inner freedom and inner security that will go through anything, whatever people, other people will say. Now, you know, that is something that, that young girls are so very touchy about. Right. What will they think of me? What will, what right. will they say? Right. Like, yes, so, you're right. The right. Blessed Virgin Mary at 14 years old is regarded as an unwed mother, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yet yeah. she stood her because she has inner freedom and inner security because she knew herself who she is. No. Now, that, that she's a model for teenagers. And yes. then, As a person who is compassionate, because who cares? I mean, you say, okay, so they do not have wine anymore. Wala akong pakialam. They are not my relatives. <laughs> But look at her. She always is so sensitive to what is needed, no? By anybody, no? And she will really, uh, she will really let her son do things for them. So <laughs> even, in, even in her Magnificat, her, her, you know, she has like her son, she has what, you, what we call Catholics. She has, She has a predilection for the poor and the oppressed. No, that is the magnificat, mm -hmm. and, and so that is again uh, for me an example. That is what we are teaching our students in Saint Scholastica's College: education for justice and social transformation. To be uh, to be sensitive to the issues of society, and then uh, as, as I said, all the things that see this contemplative spirit that that I uh, what I cannot understand, I will. I will not just talk and talk and talk, but I will ponder them silently in my heart in prayer. Now, that is a great, great model for everybody, not only for women, but for men. And at the end, as I said on the cross, this courage to, stood, mm. to stand before mm -hmm. the cross and to share the shame of her son. Mm -hmm. My God, that is again a sample for all mothers whose children have been persecuted and been tortured. So that is Mary for me. Thank you, Sister Mary John. And thank you so much. Uh, I don't know how to call you. Professor, Doctor, Sister Amila. Amila. Thank you so no much for joining us, for having this wonderful discussion about the Virgin Mary or Mariam, as, uh, as we Muslims um, prefer to, to call her. What about you, Salma? Are you going to be a Mariamist or a Marian now? <laughs> Oh, remember, we, we, org we organized the... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mariam movement, maybe Professor Amila and Sister Mary John can help us. We can email, we can email that to them, but that's for another discussion. Excuse me, Amina, do you know that we had once the, the, the plan with, uh, with you? Like yes, we will bring the statue of Mary from the from the Kiapo yes. mosque. Yes, that's right. Yes, so the, uh, we let's do that one of these days yes. after COVID. Yes. Church after COVID. Remember, so I need to go that. there. I need to go there. Yeah, and Amila, Amila has to <laughs> has to come to Manila and uh, yeah. and do this. But we'll be emailing you about uh, yeah. our ideas before on the Mariam uh, movement. And it's really, a, it. it's really a fantastic uh, piece of uh, fun initiative. But we've run out of time. 
And yeah. I would like to thank you so much, Sister Mary John and Sister Amila, for joining us for this fabulous discussion. I think, I think the young people and the old people who are listening to us today will have taken much from, from our conversation, much of food for thought. So I'd like to thank you again and thank our listeners and uh, just say that this is uh, Amina from uh, the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, thanking all of you and requesting you to listen to She Talks Peace. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and uh, Google Podcast. Yeah, Salma? And uh, thank you, Sister Mary John and Professor Amila. And hopefully, uh, our listeners make this a daily habit, or if not, a Sunday habit to listen to the podcast, She Talks Peace. Uh, it's available for free on Spotify, Apple, and podcast. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye, Sister Mary John. Bye, Bye. Sister Amila. Bye, Bye Amila. Nice to Bye. She Talks Peace is brought to you in partnership with Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. For more information, check out their website at podcastnetwork.asia and podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.